Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us on this second hour. I'm Stephanie March. Here with Stephanie Hansen. Yes, I got I am you here. I got you. I got you, girl. <laughs> and we have a holdover from the Ask Stephanie portion. We want to get Marcy on the line. Hey, Marcy, what's going on today? Hi there. Well, first of all, I love your show. Oh, thanks. Thank you very much. And I'm wondering, I heard Jake O'Connor's in Excelsior closed, and I'm wondering what you might know about that. Yeah, it did close. Unfortunately, uh, I haven't heard personally back from Dermot, uh, who I you know have a, a friendship with, but he, I do know his brother, unfortunately, passed away recently, and there's just okay. a lot of stuff going on, and I feel like I couldn't tell you like exactly you know, financially why. I just know that that is that it's no longer open. So, okay. Yeah. You don't know what's going in there or if they'll I don't think there's anything planned at the moment. I think it's probably just, I mean, I think it's just closed. And then I think they'll probably have to shop it around a little bit or plan to figure out what's the best thing. Um, You never know how that all works. So. Right. I know. So sad, right? Yeah, it is sad. Yeah. Well, hopefully something Great, again, we'll go in there. Yes, well, it is kind of the anchor of the city, you know, the little town. It's right in the yeah, middle, um, and it's just sort of the place that we all... I mean, I totally was like, wow, there goes my Guinness spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, my condolences to the family. Thanks, Marcy. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Nice, Marcy. Um, yeah, nice no, that's... Listeners. It was. I will tell you, I got more texts about that, about, you know, Jake O'Connor's being closed than anything. So it was kind of like, what? So I don't know. I'm still waiting to hear back from Dermot, but if things are tough in his family right now, I'm not going to pressure him. So we'll see. I uh, did a public announcement with Tim Niver. Uh, he had been talking about how challenging it has been since Maven's closed and uh, that they're going to be opening Trattoria Mucci mm-hmm. there um, in the place of the old Maven's and just how difficult and challenging it is to close a restaurant and open another and how it's a struggle. And I really want to just sit down with him and do a podcast and just talk about that. Yeah. Because I think... A lot of our restaurant friends, chef friends, that is a really painful experience to go through. I might have a blog post coming out about this. Okay. (laughs) Sorry to steal your thunder, Steph. You kind of should talk to me a little bit before we talk about this. This means I'm (laughs) on to what is a good thing to talk about, though, right? Yep. All right. Speaking of, what is a good thing to talk about? Top two in hour two. Giving the old one two. One two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two... Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two. With it, with it, with it. All right, this is the time of the show we talk about a couple of things that we are loving or slightly obsessed with this week. Do you want to talk about your first one? I do. Um, you mentioned at the top of the show that you had a drink that was just fantastic at Qua. Yes. Which is the Mexican version takeover of the Travail Kitchen at Araiga, the old Araiga. The old Araiga. I don't even know how you describe it. that location. Just Lowry Hill. Um, I went to Martina for dinner last night and sat down. And Marco and I did a podcast episode together for Women Chef Conference, so we were just reconnecting. And he just hands me this most beautiful little glass that was probably a two or three ounce glass, so just little. And in it is a ice cube and just clear liquid. And he was like, "Oh, here's just something to get you started." It was a pina colada. Yeah, it's the pool boy. Clear. It's the pool boy. Whatever that was. It's called the pool boy. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was the pool boy. Yeah, no, no, no. It's called the pool boy. That drink. I wanted to just bathe in that. Yes, it is. It was like drinking a Mexican vacation. Yeah. So beautiful. Like it was like drinking being on the Caribbean with the sun out and the 
just wind blowing through your hair and being on a sailboat in the most beautiful 80 degree day ever. Mm-hmm. All in that one little glass. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. glad I know what the name of it is because it was kind of like You can get it at Colita too. Okay. Yeah. The pool boy. I think you can. I should say, I should say couch that I think you can because I feel like I had it there, but I didn't know if that was him. It was fantastic. It, you know what I mean or not, but it is. And it's, I love the fact that it's what you're saying is like, it's got that pineapple and that coconut kind of flavor to it, but it's not that sticky, sweet no. pina colada stuff that you cannot, that you think you're going to love. And then every time you get into one of those, you're like, oh, I can't even. And your stomach hurts. And it's like, oh, what is that chemical tang? This is nothing but beautiful essence. I know he's working on it and clarifying it and, you know, so that it's just this clear, beautiful sipper. It was clear. It was clear. It was, it was like water, fantastic. but it was way more. And also not super boozy. No. Like, because that's his whole vibe, too, is that he's not doing these, like, super boozy things. It's sort of a low-proof idea. I loved it. Oh, oh so the pool boy well at done. Martina, well the uh, lobster al diablo that I had with the fresh pasta wasn't bad either. Oh, I haven't been, I haven't eaten at Martina in a long time. It I need to go back good. there. Um, I'm going to give you a sort of the opposite. I'm going to give you, um, I'm actually going to tell you a little story. A little bit about yesterday. Uh, just a quick thing about how I had to go to a meeting. And so I missed, I was missing my World Cup as it started, the women versus France. And I was missing the opening shots because I knew this meeting went till 2.30. And I ran as soon as it was over into the nearest bar that I could find, which happened to be, be Granite City, <laughs> Granite City. Oh my God. So bad. Sorry, so sorry. So sorry that I had to sit there. And it was like Maroon 5 was blaring over and Justin Bieber was playing. They didn't have the sound on. They had it on, the game on all the screens. I thought, well, I can just sit here. That's okay. And I grab a beer. The beer was not great. And then it was just like, it was just the grossest sort of thing. And then these two, you know, doughy sort of middle-aged, you know, mustache polo, you know, like golf polo, but they're not golfers kind of thing. <laughs> Dude sitting next to me start ripping on Megan Rapino for what she said about going to the White House. Not wanting to go and to the I'm White like, House. fine, that's your conversation. But it got pretty gross. And I was like, gotta go. Gotta I'm get out of here. I'm out. I literally, and of course the bartender, not paying attention to me, just dropped my beer and was gone. I was like, I need to leave. I need to leave. So I dropped 20 bucks. I paid 20 bucks for a, kind of a stinky beer and I got out. And I went next door, and I'm, this because your sanity was worth more than that. My $20. sanity was way worth <laughs> worth more, and to get you know to the next place that I could get to, and still, so as I'm walking by, I th- and there's a green mill, and I'm walking by, and it's like I can hear they're they're broadcasting the game. I can hear it. I pop in, I sit down. The bartender's wearing a U.S. Women's Nationals jersey. There's two. There's like five guys there, and they're all staring up at the screen. They're totally into the game. I'm like, this is it. I'm sitting down. It was the great. It was the greatest. I have to tell you, I'm shouting out Green Mill, which I sometimes rip we're on. Not, well, we're not always the best with chains. Let's right? just be honest. And I've had my issues with them in, in certain times. And I would say that they have failed me in certain ways. Let me just tell you that the Green Mill saved me this time. They had the sound on. Everybody was there. The guy next to me was this lovely old gay man drinking a glass of red wine at three in the afternoon. And we just had the best time. And I'm just shouting that out it. because it deserves a shout out. Yeah. I love it. Okay, okay, what's your second? I did a segment on ice cream, and I really am obsessed with finding black licorice ice cream. Yeah, you seem to be. That's a thing you have. I love it. Should I and make you, you some? Really on- yes. Okay, I'll make you some. You really only find it, like, rarely, and then in Italy, it's everywhere. So yeah. all over France and Spain, I was looking for the gelato, and I never found it. And I 
Bridgman's has it. Oh, but it's a really special thing that they do. And they stopped doing it for a while because they were running out of the flavoring from their supplier. But they're now back with it. Okay. And I was going to feature them on my ice cream segment, but they didn't get back to me in time. But then they did get back to me yesterday. Oh, so black licorice Bridgman's ice cream. It is available. It's sometimes not in stock because they make new batches all the time. So just be patient. Um, She said it'll be out in the next week or so at Oxendale's Market in South Minneapolis or West St. Paul, Bob's Produce Ranch, Olmstead Market in Crystal, Borshirt's Meat Market in Maplewood, Oakdale Hy-Vee occasionally has it, and that's where you can find the black licorice Bridgman's ice cream, which is so fantastic. That's awesome. I just love that. I just love that ice cream. I don't even know why. It's so good. Oh, well, okay. it's, It's not black, is it? It's got like black swirly, but it's not. It's so it's a white ice cream that's got a little yes. bit of black. Yes, and the flavor is there. Yes, and it's like licorice and cream, and, and it's just so good. And is that is that how you found it with everything else? I mean, like it, like the same like when you were looking for it in. It, no, when sort of I've had it both ways. Okay. Actually, in Italy, they have sometimes just black gelato. Okay, and that's black licorice. Yeah, other right, I'm just trying to game how I'm going to make it for you because it's either going to be it's most likely going to be a white base, and then yeah, do it swirling in the uh, yum. I mean, it's it's an anisette. That's what makes black licorice. So I'm thinking like a little perno in there. Yeah, it would be delicious. Yeah, um, yeah, just fantastic. And the Bridgman salt truck. needs to have salt. In yeah, there. yeah. I was looking for what? it, and they were like, "Oh no, not this time!" But so, Bridgman's, check it out, find it. It's okay. worth seeking out. All right, and if I get a good, if I get a good pull on it, I will put a recipe up Please. for it. If I can make it, if I don't, you guys, I might not because sometimes they're bad. Our ice cream maker is back in service, so let's do it. I am, yeah. I I'm use in. your recipe too with all the egg yolks. Yeah, I only, I just, you know, it's you funny. wrote it down on a napkin, and we have the napkin in a book at our cabin. Oh God, really? Yep. Oh my God, I totally make that. Like I did it the other day. I made Jake some. Um, I think I had some bananas left over and I had real vanilla beans from something. And so I was like, I made him vanilla banana ice cream. That was outstanding. Yum. Okay. My last two in hour two is the Sandy's Tavern. Do you know about Sandy's Tavern? I think I have been to Sandy's Crips, Tavern. You know what? Once. It's just down the road from Arks Value Village in Richfield. Just to give them another plug. Oh, yes. So, I have been to Sandy's yeah, Tavern for the, a burger. Yeah. And have you had the green olive burger? No. Okay. This is what you need to go do. I have had a green olive burger at Sandy's Tavern, which is a burger and a piece of cheese and so many green olives. And then it's smeared with like, and the bun is smeared with sour cream. Oh, it is a delicious. salt bomb of all good things. If you love olives in your beer. I do. And if you love olives just to snack on. I do. Oh, God. I, and I love sour cream on a burger, this too. This is the thing. It's that like, Billy Reed's Caesar. or it's What was the burger that they have at the Monte Carlo that's on the dark pumpernickel bun with the sour oh, cream? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, it's so good. But I'm just telling you, like this Sandy Tavern is this cute little Prohibition era house in Richfield at 66th and Penn. And it is uh, it's outstanding. And it's I just want to put that out there. Like this is like they don't have social media. They have a website, which is hysterical. <laughs> But they don't, and they don't advertise, they don't do anything. It's just a guy, and it's like, you, there's a pool table, and I'm just, the That's my perfect spot. is flocked. There's no reason not to go there, you guys. Sandy Tavern, get the olive burger. All right, we're going to take a quick break, King, and then we're going to come back and talk about some 4th of July picnic ideas. Maybe we dip back into the pasta salad controversy. Maybe we don't. We don't know. We'll be right back. This is a weekly dish. Just to comment on the music, if there's more Miley like this, I'm there for that. Yeah, I like that. She should get to some country roots again. She's a she's a really talented person yeah. who used to drive me crazy, but I think she's maturing. <laughs> 
I know. And well, I'm, as as people age. Yeah, and she's so young. <laughs> she is a you human. Know. She is a human being. Um, she's married now. Is she? Did yes, they actually uh, get married? Hemsworth, yes. They're married. They She wore a beautiful, very simple wedding dress that was just lovely. I don't... Uh, Keep up on that. Yeah, I really I'm still because I'm. I have to check radar online every day to see if Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are doing it yet. I know I'm obsessed. You. I don't even know why. It's, it's weird. Really weird. I know, actually. I know. I thought the chemistry in that movie was so real. You were. You had. Yeah. I just can't. I want them to be together. Bad. It's <laughs> I know. I know. It is. It's totally weird. I don't understand it. I really don't obsess about. Most other things like that. Like, and you and I have had arguments about this. I know. That's the best I part. Feel like, very strongly. This about is them. why I'm walking away from it and not making any judgment calls because there's something about a, it for with you. With a woman and there's a baby. Yeah. I know. Well, that's all over. So apparently you got your wish. Yeah. 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 Wow. All right. Anyway, back to the back to reality. We do have uh, we do have a holiday coming up next week in the middle of the week. I love. Thursday holidays. Okay, because are people going to go to the cabin Wednesday night, or are they going I think they go people yesterday? check in on Monday to get a little bit of work done, and then they're done. I think Monday is the only day we're going to have any people working next week. Okay. That's it. And that's a maybe. I think people are gone now. Okay. And then they have a full week off. That's what I think, but I don't I know. What do you think? I think it's good. We're Celebrate. all going to be here next. Are you going to be here next Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't I'm driving home to sure. be with you. You didn't have to. I know. I'm, I'm in gonna. the town. You're not. I let me just say this: If you do bail and you decide you can't leave the island, just I'll get Jake. It'll be fine. <laughs> he can be online with me. We can talk things. Uh, yeah, I suppose I could always call in too. No, <laughs> I'm not doing a call-in show. No, we can't do that. That sucks. <laughs> this isn't a Jason Matheson situation. We're not uh, used to that. Nice. I need to see your face. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, okay, so. I, you're, you're not having people up at the cabin for the fourth, are you? Or do you? No. Okay. Nobody wants to come on the fourth. Okay. Is that a thing? Right. It's kind of like people have other things that they're doing. People have their annual traditions. Yeah. Um. They just have their things. I have to tell you that I sort of the fourth is a hard holiday for me because we used to, and I've talked about this before, but we've gone. We used to, as, you know, when we had the babies, we used to go up to a friend's cabin, you know, or their house, and yep. we had this multi-family party time, fun stuff. Yeah. Well, then everybody got divorced, <laughs> and there goes your holiday, right? I mean, so it was kind of like then we all had to figure out different ways of celebrating it and everything else, and it's sort of like one of those. It's the weird expectation of the holiday of like you're kind of waiting for dusk. All day long. And so you're waiting for fireworks and you're like, what should we do? You know, we have nothing to do today until we get to the fireworks portion. Do you do fireworks? Well, we do fireworks. We go to Wisconsin and buy the pretty, pretty fireworks. Oh, you know? you, yeah. And so we've I done hate that. that. You hate it? I hate being at someone's house while they light off endless stupid homemade oh, fireworks. The little ones that go pew, pop. Yeah, just pew. like, why can't we just go to the shows and oh. keep it like... You don't have to do all this in your yard. Oh, no, And for no, no. three yes, days, you, you have to deal with people and their incessant love of fireworks. It's noisy. It's boring. It scares dogs. Knock it off. Okay, no. And you know what else is worse than that? Parking sweaty people trying to find a blanket space that actually fits the people in your family. Yeah, but you get the big payoff at the big is reveal. It, is it a big payoff? More than you get you in your yard for just making noise pollution. Yeah, but I can also see that from my roof. So... <laughs> I'm 
just saying, I don't, I, and I love a big show. I love a big fireworks show. But I also sort of, the, for me, it's the, the before and after. The getting in and getting out and all the people in the throngs and everything else and somebody else's loud political statements and somebody else's radio. And I'm like, we're trying to watch the fireworks. And, <laughs> you know, so I, and I actually love setting things on fire. So you know that I'm going to do that at my house. But um, honestly, it's kind of like sometimes there's, for me, the bigger thing is like it's the weather is always kind of sketchy and I don't really want to have a 4th of July party in my house. I don't want to have everybody over if we're going to be sitting in my house. I just want it to be outside. Right. So then sometimes you have to mess around with like figuring it out. But I don't know. We'll see. This year, doing a little bit of fun. Wait, do you have fireworks at the island? No, so I you don't. do nothing. We, do we you... go into Ely and watch the fireworks about every third year. So they we have do, they have a parade. Okay, we do the one o'clock parade, and it's a very politically charged situation about mining up there. Oh, so for sure. last year I gave the drunken donation that was extremely large. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're looking for donations, are they? Well, save the boundary waters. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there was a big contingent that had come from all over the united states to be pro mining with their signs oh and i was so incensed Ooh, that yeah. i walked across the street and made a very large wrote a very large check oh hey well that's and what i felt f- good about it right but, that's good yeah so there it is um do you uh, parades are awesome and i remember being in a yeah. bike parade as a kid with like the streamers that's and the what they do yeah the kids kind of have stuff. the bike parade they throw tons of candy a lot of politicians come up um, there's the Ely Clown Band, which are sort of the weird, dirty clowns yes. that play music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's always kind of interesting. That's always interesting. Crapola, which is a local granola company yep. up there, they throw out full bags of granola, which always makes me happy. Yeah. So I'm like, Crapola! Crapola! Because yeah! I love their granola. <laughs> so yeah, that will for sure go to the parade. Okay. Um, if you're doing a picnic, though, and I want to talk a couple of things besides our lovely pasta salads... And things for potlucks also. There's a lot of other things. You know, the watermelon situation. There's a watermelon at my house right now. And I'm just trying, because I know it's a hot weekend. Jake actually went to go buy it himself. He was like, I came home last night. And I'm like, what is this? In a double-bagged grocery bag. I looked down. There's a big watermelon. I'm like, did somebody bring us a watermelon? He goes, no, I went, I bought it. (laughs) He wanted it that bad. Yeah, this is, is, by the way, the 16-year-old New Freedom. They all just got their licenses. And so they're like... Now they go and they buy things. And I'm like, so is that why there's a box of Reese's Puffs in our house, too? Because I don't I'm not for that. But there's like they At all least spend all her disposable income on junk, junk food. food at the store. Yeah. And I'd come home and I'd be like, uh, what are these bags of cheddar ruffle chips yes. and this top like, potato? We don't do this. No, this is not. She's like, I went and got it with my own money. I know. Like, okay. Wait. This is I know there are so many can like there's so many vanilla Cokes. When Matt got his license, I'm like, what is with the vanilla Coke? Like, come on there. And the worst part is he drink half of it and then leave it. And so yeah. I had all these bottles of half thick liquid Gross. everywhere. Disgusting. Anyway. Um, so there's a watermelon at my house all of a sudden. Agua fresca. So, and this is what I'm trying to decide. Like, what are we going to do with it? Do you, are you big with like the watermelon with the feta and the mint? Remember that salad? I feel like that salad went bananas over the last I couple years. I do like that salad, but and, the, it has to be like the right consistency of everything. The yeah. right consistency of the feta, the right consistency of the watermelon. That is a salty bite that you kind of, you do, you have to nail it down. You have to get it good. Here's a question. Do you ever, this was a request. Fried pickles. Oh. Yeah. Like they, I taught my daughter how to make fried pickles before she went to college, you know, because I was like, oh, you know, kind of, you can do it over the campfire. You know what I mean? If you have a cast iron skillet and you put the oil in the skillet and then you, but you have to batter your pickles a little bit. 
I know that doesn't. I think nobody else does that. Uh, uh-uh, but it sounds good. Yeah, it's a really good thing. So I'm obsessed with the cakes that look like the flag. You are. You the are. Ina Garten and the Martha Stewart cakes, where the blueberries are the blue and the strawberries are red, and then the cake is white. Yeah, yeah. I know those are pretty good. We have a lot of. We I think we put up a huge amount of those last year of the red, white, and blue cakes. We'll try to link up to some easy. Easy made eats for the 4th of July, but we've run out of time because now we're just talking about stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to go through a whole bunch of other things, but you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to put the links up and you guys are going to have a great 4th of July. That's what I think. Um, All right. We're going to take a quick break. You guys, when we come back, we are going to have Ms. Melissa Diaz here. So we're so excited to see her. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish brought to you by El Burrito Mercado. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I'm getting bossed around by Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Well, I'm like, we could talk about them. We were talking about Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift and her cute little or video. Or we could talk about food. Yes. Hi, Melissa. Hola. Melissa Silva Diaz. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks and, for having me. Yeah, super fun. So I just thought you've been in business for 40 years to talk to a local family-owned business that 40 years later is having a celebration in the month of July at the store mm-hmm. in St. Paul and also mm-hmm. your new location in Minneapolis, the restaurant. Yep. I just thought that was worth like talking about and celebrating. Yes, thank you. Yes, El Burrito Mercado. Happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. Happy birthday. <laughs> you have, I mean, it's been in your whole life, yes. the store. Yeah, I was eight years old, so I just aged myself. Yeah, you did. I was eight years old. I just think that's such, I, I have nieces that are nine and I look at them like, yeah. that's how old that's I old was. That's how old I was. When, yeah. I was little like that. We were, they were in the store the other day and they were hiding under shelves in the stock, in the basement in the stock area and we could hear them laughing. We're like, oh my God, deja vu. Like, that, that was us, you know, yeah. pushing each other around on the dollies and on the carts and hide and seek. And and because now you're running it with your sister and your niece. And so my it's niece. All women and then owned. Tomas is still around because of the food truck mm-hmm. and the festival. So he, you know, he's in and out a lot too. But yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. Um, it's a different dynamic uh, growing up and working in the family business, but it's, um, it's a different kind of challenge of it's home, you know, it's just, it feels home and we want that to be an extension to everyone else who comes in. And so I think El Burrito has really become a home away from home for a lot of Latinos. Uh-huh. Um, it's so heartwarming when people come in and, oh my God, they find a product or brand from their country and they're like, I haven't seen this in, you know, whatever amount of years and get emotional about it. I just love that. Um, uh, there's one woman who came up to me, she's like, you don't know me, but I knew your parents. And, yeah. you know, and then she's just sharing these really beautiful, and she got teary-eyed. She, so she came as an exchange student and um, had been, they didn't know where to take her to eat Mexican food. And she's, this, you know, she's like, we're talking before you guys, when you guys were in the old restaurant or the old store. Um, and so she found products that she could, you know, take home to the house where she was staying and, and cook. And she was just so emotional about it. She's like, that was the connection I had for home was El Burrito Mercado. So oh, that's so those nice. stories are just heartwarming. And then you've got, you know, our, the whole, this whole next generation of, um, where it's not so many, so much the immigrants, because there's a lot of those really heartwarming stories that like my parents and the people they grew up with on the West side of, of St. Paul. Um, but then you've got, you know, these next generations that are more assimilated and, um, but still grew up with, you know, tias and abuelitas home cooking. Yes. And that's what, and El Burrito offers that too. And then you've got people who are just world travelers now and yeah. they appreciate 
the cultural piece and the the different the ambiance and the language and the food. And you guys have a like it, it's a meat market is exceptional. Yeah, it and really a lot is. like that green it, chorizo that we talk about. I'm oh my gosh, for grilling this this next week, you, you guys need to go in. And I mean, it's got it's this, sausage there's a lot of prepared with cilantro meats. and it's yeah, so oh good the chorizos, yeah. and then there's carne al pastor, there's fajitas, there's um, thin steaks that is um, prepared adobo style, and there's chicken. I mean, everything is that's ready to just throw on the grill. It's and if you're amazing. thinking about your Fourth of July party, there's no way to make it any. There's the best easy way to make it. You know, easy is to grab a bunch of salsas, a bunch of chips, and just those meats that are already yep. ready to go. Yep, from the deli pico de gallos, guacamoles, yeah. all kinds of salads. Yeah, really fun stuff. Uh, you have opened in Minneapolis in the old Pepito space, and that kind of has had a new opportunity for you to introduce yourself to Minneapolis folks. And I think some people still like, because Pepito's was there for so long, it's like, oh, the Mexican restaurant. But it's different. You're doing more authentic Mexican food. For sure. Yeah, it's um, I, it was it was really exciting to move into an existing, another existing family Mexican-owned business in a neighborhood, which is really important for us if we were ever going to move anywhere. Um, so when that opportunity came up... Um, I thought it was great. It's been, it's presented a lot of challenges. It's still great. But even, even growing up my whole life in, in the Twin Cities, it is so different operating a business. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so isn't huge. We're going on one year already, which I can't believe in August. And, um, and it's been, it's been quite the learning experience. But yes, it's, it's traditional. Um, I, the, there's so many other you know, modern taquerias and, and taco places that are opening, which is really cool. And I love them. But for just like that, Again, going back to that heartwarming place, that place that hits mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. that's what, what we want El Burrito to be. That's who we are. And so when you come in, it's it's traditional homestyle Mexican food, mole, enchiladas, tacos, um, you know, guisados, chicken tinga, barbacoa. So the very traditional stuff. And the cocktails are good and they're fun. And they're also just traditional. Like yeah. there's nothing fancy about them. No. We try and use quality, pro, you know, mm-hmm. ingredients and, and beautiful glassware that we import from Mexico and handpick everything. Um, so it's really about the whole experience. And it's a fun place. Like you have mariachi, you yeah, have brunch tonight. on Saturday yes. and Sundays. You have karaoke. Karaoke on mm-hmm. Fridays. That yep. Mexican yep. like feeling of fun and party and yes. fiesta. Yes. Exactly. Happens in Minneapolis yeah. as well as in my niece Saint Paul. teases me because I put fiesta on everything. She's like, "What should we call it? Fiesta salsa." Yeah. She's like, "What should we? Fiesta Friday." Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Let's get a little more. Okay, creative. party pants. Let's <laughs> just settle fiesta down all the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, <laughs> and in like, Minneapolis too, there's grab and go. So yeah. people probably don't know you can pick up salsas yeah. there. And one of the things that I bring to parties is that people always are like, "Where did you get these? They're the bacon wrapped jalapenos oh, with yes. the cheese inside." Yep. yep. Those That's are there true. too. Yeah. yeah. And all you have to do is throw them in the oven. Yeah, it's starting to pick up. The little grab-and-go deli is really picking up salsas and guacamole. Or, the, or tamale the trays. Yeah, there's tamales, the jalapenos. There's ready-to-fry tacos. Um, Those are all really at Minneapolis, easy. you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello, you can people. order catering at either location. Yep. or yep. really easy. Catering, party trays. Yep. Again, fiesta trays. Fiesta trays. Trays of fiesta. <laughs> Just everything. Fiesta. It's fiesta all fiesta. All the time. Yes. As a matter of fact, speaking of fiestas, so during the month of July for um, the anniversary, we've got a lot of fiesta stuff happening. And the one that we're most excited about is, I don't know if you guys have ever been, when you go to Mexico, um, if you've ever stayed at one of the resorts where they do a big fiesta. Yes. And they set it up like out in a lawn or in the, you know, right to the next to the beach. Um, they put linen out. They do a beautiful setup of just beautiful buffet and taco stand. And there's always entertainment and and some education on tequila. Um, so we're doing that on July 20th. We're converting the patio um, at the St. Paul location and just to this beautiful Mexican outdoor venue. 
linen tables, um, mariachi dancers, other surprise entertainers. Oh, um, cool. and it's for, for doing right now. So by Monday, it's $40 per person. Otherwise it's 50 and it's $90 for a couple. Um, and it includes that all you can eat buffet. We're going to do a beautiful, um, dessert display. Fun. Um, yeah. I'll do a, um, include a welcome cocktail. So go to Facebook and look at the details. Um, your Facebook page is real, real boss. Do you guys have so many different events happening? That's usually the best place to go. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, what are you doing for 4th of July? Um, do you celebrate or? <laughs> it's a little hard to do that right now with what's happening in our country. It's heartbreaking with what's happening with not to get into politics. But um so it's hard to celebrate <laughs> some of some of the independent stuff. But um we personally, I personally am going to get go away. Um the business is open in St. Paul, so we come in and do some shopping. We don't do anything special. Special. Um, but definitely the grab and go and the carniceria for some great for meats for par- grilling. Yeah, for yeah. Yeah, party picnics park. and all yep. the stuff. That's good. And yes. getting um, everything taken care of quickly and with low muss and low fuss. Exactly. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'm all about that. <laughs> Thank you for coming in and thanks for being in business for 40 years. I love to Thank hear you. your story. Thank you all like, for 40 supporting years us. is a long time. It's a long, long time. Business. And a family run business that's yep. lasted that long yeah. is Second, third generation now. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. a significant Thank piece you. of our city's culture. Thank you for the support. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it is Alberto Mercado. You can find all the event information on Facebook. The Facebook. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Okay. Okay. We'll see you soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Week Leaders. Thanks for hanging with us today. It's been fun. We've had a really great Super day. Saturday. Yeah. And it's like, you know, ahead of a holiday weekend. So everyone, I think, is feeling a little bit ready to relax. Holiday-ish. And have, have a good time. Um, we are available on podcast, by the way, in case you have missed most of our show or any part of it. You can always listen to it anytime you want. Really, on Podcast One or anywhere you find podcasts. Um, I know there were some people having some issues with the download. Uh, but, you know, always just send us a note. Just yeah, send us a little there was note an issue that says, last hey. week. It got fixed. Yeah. And so we're going to do our best to kind of get that to you as quickly as possible. That's the fun stuff. Every Wednesday usually is when we drop our second uh, helpings. Right. And so there's always, you know, kind of fun things to consider there. Uh, do you have a moral of the story today for anything? Um, I do. Yeah. I think the moral of the story, you know, we kind of off air, we're talking about what it must feel like to be a Mexican immigrant in Mm -hmm. amidst all of the changes happening at the borders and people have feelings about it either way. At the end of the day, as we celebrate the 4th of July, Mm -hmm. as much as I get mad sometimes about the political statements that our country is making, it's also just such a fantastic country full of smart, wicked interesting uh vibrant people and that you can rail rail against your government if you want to and you can send a tweet saying that you think that's the very basis of our country is the fact that yeah you, you can do that and that's the beauty and that's of it. the democracy that's the beauty of being a free state and that's really what we're saying is we're saying we're celebrating freedom and yeah. the freedom to say those things. The freedom for Megan Rapino to not go to the White House if she That's doesn't right. want to. And That's her choice. And she's feelings. not. No one assumes that she's going to get shot when she gets back here, which in other countries, there's been serious wonder, you know, of soccer players saying things or doing things and then worrying about that they're going to put, be put in jail. We don't have that. That's oh, lovely. yeah. How about the banned pussy riot from Russia who is jailed, literally jailed? Oh. The women in that band were jailed for their opinions about the government. Yeah. 
So we're anyway, ho- hopefully we're celebrating freedom. Hopefully we're all very, you know, kind of glad that we all are in here in our jumbled mess and voicing our things. melting pot. Yeah, together. And just sort of, you know, I mean, I know that we are, you know, we try to respectfully have discourse between you and I versus, you know, fireworks at home or fireworks at the lake. <laughs> That's right. And then we also decided that... um uh, cantaloupe and honeydew are basically the filler of fruit salad, yes. kind of like pasta can be the filler yeah. of pasta salad. That was a good one. I decided, or I discovered I could go to a movie with you because yes. we would both sit in the first, second, third, or fourth row. Yes. That's the moral of my story. I've got a new movie date. That's right. Although, do you think you will ever have time? Well, the fact this that, is I a joke. Have, that I've been to your home, well, I was at your home once in 12 years and haven't been to your new home yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. You never mm-hmm. been to the cabin? <laughs> nope, nope. Even though you say you gotta come to the cabin, as I if always invite it's you. my choice. No, no, you don't. You say <laughs> I have to give a formal you invitation. Say, you gotta come to the cabin. That's not an invite. That's a statement. An invite is, hey, what are you doing on July twenty seventh? You want to come cabin. to the cabin? That's an invite. All right, you have to find out when you and Jake can come to the cabin. See, this is again. It's uh, okay because you can say Stephanie, July twenty seventh. I'm open. So it's on to me to do. Okay, okay, <laughs> just checking. That's also not an invite. All right. So other things that are happening, just to be clear, Falls Landing, if you're on a road trip heading south and going like Cannon Falls Way, maybe Red Wing, all that way, Falls Landing is now open. And that's the Chef J.D. Fratsky's new little spot. Um, Do you want to just have like the most fun day of your life? I think so. Get your bike. (laughs) Go ride the Cannon Valley Trail. It's fantastic. You can ride 20 miles to Red Wing and 20 miles back. You can ride 15. You can just ride as long as you want. It's a beautiful trail. Then go and like they have a brewery down there. Oh, they have this God, restaurant down there. So There's cute. a winery. Yes. Yes. That is a really fun day. That is a good idea. It's In fact, a really fun and then day. Get it. Get a like a little B&B or, you know, a bed and breakfast or get, get like a little hotel stay and bring just, a man. Yeah, what? <laughs> bring a man and have like a date and get a hotel room. That's fun Just too. go with your friends and just do that. <laughs> I'm just saying so that you can like have drinks and not when to drive home from B&B Cannon Falls. Into it, I got all excited. No, stop it. <laughs> Uh, that's so, anyway, uh, the, the good news about Falls Landing is that it's a kind of a supper club. I mean, like, what a fun idea. You know how Kurt, my husband, feels about a supper club. I feel club. like he has to go, because it's like chef salad, yeah. and, you know, I know this is south, and this is, you're normally a north heading and crew. This will be a fall thing. Yeah. This will be a top down on the car in the fall thing. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, and Cannon Falls in the fall, I mean, is like, that whole area with the river road wine trail is so good, too. Um, here's the other news that we, you kind of tipped, we talked about, but Moochie's is opening in uh, in the Maven space on uh, July 2nd, so Tuesday. Awesome. I have a plea or a request Okay, as my moral of the story. Okay. Stephanie. Yes. I We are working on the 1972 Dodge Explorer van because we're going on a trip in September. Yes. It just occurred to me that I need to, like, outfit a van kitchen. Yeah. I don't know... Like, if you have a van or you're a traveler or you're a hashtag van life person. Just like, a camper. It's the same thing as a camper. Yeah, but what kind of, like, I need a po- I need pots and pans. Like, what am, What do you need? Well, you need things that are not, and you don't need a lot. Like, you need right. a pot and a pan. And you know so, what I mean? like, do I need, like, a cast iron pan? Because then I could use it to cook outside and inside? Yeah. Do I need, a, like, two quarts like, I don't know. I have to, like, curse. Like, you have to make a list. You're going to need, like, a bowl, like a big metal bowl to stir things in and make things. And then you're going to need... Yeah, you're going to have to maybe think about... Tongs? Like, because... But think about it. You've done things where you've had to go cook in kitchens, like, at ski resorts that didn't have stuff. What made you angry that you were missing when you were there? 
those kind of things. Yeah. And you then, know? But it's like, like okay. you need a good knife. You probably only need two good knives. Yeah. And then you need like a mixing spoon and a serving spoon. And then, you know, like if you think about all the bells and whistles you have and just paring it down to the essentials, you need tongs. And maybe I can just get like half of this from my house. Well, I think that. Because I probably have 10 of everything. I don't think you need everything. to go get new stuff because also... Well, I don't know. You have to decide if you want to pack as you go and then, you know, or if you want to just sort of like leave it in the van. I want to leave everything in the van. And then if we end up selling the van, I'm just, it'll be like, here's your full kitchen. Are you going to sell it? You're going to take one drive and hate it. I don't, I don't know. I'm leaving it open. Okay. My husband has told me if we hate this, we will just sell it. It's okay. That's so it's made it easier for me to embrace it because I know I don't have to be stuck with it my whole life if I don't want to. Yeah. No, I think that's good. He's smart like that. He's smart like that. He knows. Um, can I tell you that, uh, did you hear about the news about Brits? I did. What do you think about that? So the news is that Brits Pub is being purchased by Cascade Hospitality, which is Crave, Burger Burger, Union Rooftop, Rev Ultra Lounge. How do you feel about it? Generally, I feel happy that someone is making it so that Brit's Pub can stay open because okay. I think it's fun and I like the lawn bowling and the rooftop is really great. Um, sometimes when people are looking at economies of scale and how to make money and get more money out of something, yep. they make questionable choices about downgrading quality and some of those kinds of things. Yep. So I'm, you know, op- cautiously optimistic. That's what I am. Okay. Um. Okay. Cautiously optimistic is yeah. good. Um, I think that that's, I'm sort of in that same space. I just, my big thing with them is that I, it feels like a weird thing for them to want to be a part of. That's not their vibe. Brits is not, you know, kind of that. And if they're looking to fill a hole in their repertoire, that's fine too. My, my bigger problem, it's not about the quality of food because Brits has never been known for great, you know, superb food or anything. Um, and I hope they don't try to do that either because it should just stay the way it is. But it's that idea of it's not a concept. It's not something that you create and craft. And that's what, you know, the Cascade company has really been doing. They, they throw together ideas and come up with a concept and it's never really authentic. And here's something that is authentic and organic and for 25 years has really become what it is. And I'm worried that they're going to try to concept it. I'm worried that they're going to be like, wow, but you're missing like, you know, these crazy giveaways and you're missing like a disco night and like you should be open at 1130 for this and that and the next. And I'm worried about that. So that's what I'm worried about. And here's my plea. Just don't change it. Just let it go. Let it be as it is. And maybe if they they can craft it in other markets and then we can still have the original. Yeah. I don't, if you want to grow it and like take it to other places, that's fine. I don't care. Just don't mess with ours. You know, yeah. let Brits be Brits. And that's that. Um, for 25 years. I mean, my God, more than 25 years. Um, here's a couple other things, you guys. If you're looking, I, I'm kind of interested to know where people go and celebrate their fourths. I mean, a lot of people, I would, let me just shout out to, if you do do the fireworks, obviously for me, I've gone to Excelsior a lot because that's the closest one to home and it's a spectacular show. But the uh, the Delano 4th of July, if you haven't been out to Delano for 4th of July, I mean, it's like a whole week thing that happens. Fun. And they have, parades and they have town ball and they have a they have a carnival that we go and like eat fried cheese things on and you know we saw a kid throw up on the tilt-a-whirl it was great it was totally that moment it was like that whole american thing where you're like yeah i'm in america that's right there (laughs) literally we're standing there and i'm not going to describe it because that's just gross but but it sounds really funny it was a moment of like wow we got to get out of here um here's the thing i found out about i wanted to mention the this sounds like a fun idea doesn't it um uh the happy birthday you dirty rat which is like an 
It's an interactive theater experience at Al's place. So it's like a cool. speakeasy thing. Yeah. And basically, it's dinner theater, but you're a part of it. Like I you're think there. that's fun, like yeah. how to host a murder. And it's 35 bucks, and you get a three-course meal and drinks and the theater. 35 bucks. That sounds really fun. I know. So go check them out. And the last one I'll say is Centro is having their birthday party tomorrow. Tacos, $5 margaritas. You can win a backyard taco party for you and 20 friends. So there you What's go. What's more American than that, people? Thank you to Alberto Mercado for being our guest today. Happy yes. 40th. Yes. And have a great 4th of July. We'll see you next weekend. Ciao, ciao.